The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakama daf kuf yud, and we are five lines from the bottom of daf kuf tes on the day. So we're continuing the sugyas of Asham Gizelis. So again, what is Asham Gizelis? The Iker parish of Asham Gizelis is mentioned in the Torah in the end of parishes Vayikra. Ruven goes over to Shimon and tells him, Mamoni Gabach, you Shimon owe me money. The Pasuk is very clear that it doesn't matter why Ruvain claims Shimon owes him money, whether Ruvain accuses Shimon of being a Ganev or a Goslin, or they were involved in some business transaction where Shimon now owes Ruvain money, or Shimon perhaps found Ruvain's Aveda where the halach is chayv lahachers and Ruvain's claiming to Shimon, you have to give me my Aveda back. The Torah says that to the extent Shimon denies that he owes Ruvain money, he swears, and after he swears, he's murdered that he had lied and that he had sworn falsely, in contrast to an ordinary where all you have to do is pay back the Karen. Here the Torah says you have to pay Karen, Chaymesh, Vaasha. Yesterday we got involved in a second parsha of Asham Gizelis that's mentioned in the Torah. This is not in Parshas Vayikra, but rather in Parshas Nasa, and it's talking about a very specific case. A case where there was a, an Asham Gizelis, but the Nigzal was a Ger. Because the Nigzal was a Ger, in the event that the Nigzal dies, the claim, this chiyuv that the Gazlan has to the Nigzal, can't go over to Yerusha because it's possible that the Ger may not have any worship. Says the Torah that in that case, you're supposed to give the chiyuv, Karen, Chaymesh, you bring the Yashem, not to the Ger and his Yashem because there is no Ger in Yashem right now, but rather you bring it to the base of Nikdash, you give it over to the Kehanim. So we'll see more about that parasha a little bit later, but at first we're still finishing up a sugya where the Gemara discussed that which Kehanim was Zoycha in the Gezel Hager, it went to the Kehanim Shabbosei Mishmar. So the Gemara got involved a little bit in the halachas of Mishmaris, and there'll be a little bit of a digression between here and the Mishnah and Afkuf Yudam and Aleph discussing the halachas of Mishmar. Again, how did the sugyas of Mishmaris come into the sugyas? of Agoyz Leitzim, because we're talking about Hashem Gizelois. In the parish of Hashem Gizelois is a sif cotton called Gezel Hager. Gezel Hager goes to the Koyanim to the extent that the Ger dies and he has no Yarshim. Which Koyanim? The Koyanim Shabbat Yisra Mishma. So just a little bit of a Hakdama, just to be able to get a good handle on this next Gemara that we're about to learn. We're all familiar with the idea of the Mishmaris. There were many, many Koyanim. Every Koyan had a right to serve in the Mesa Mikdash. However, Moshe Rabbeinu already in his times, felt that the proper thing to do would be to divide the Kehanim into groups, into Mishmaris, so that each Kayan would have a dedicated time during the year when it was that he was supposed to do the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash. And the truth is that there's already a Makar to the concept of Mishmaris in a Pasuk in the Torah. It's in Parsha Shoftim, Perik Yudches, Pasuk Vav. The Pasuk says as follows. If the Levi, which Chazal said over here, doesn't mean Levi, but rather anyone that's from Sheva Levi, Levi or Koyen, says the Torah, if a Koyen is going to come into the Beis HaMikdosh, he has a right to serve in the Beis HaMikdosh. Pasuk is very, very clear. That if a Koyen comes from wherever it is he lives, to the Mokim HaMikdash, he wants to do the Avoidah, he has a right to do the Avoidah in the Beis HaMikdash. Stating that, 
levad mimkarav al ha'avos. There's some sort of exception, meaning it's not always that way. Chelak kechelak kechelu levad mimkarav al ha'avos. Says Rashi, based on Chazal, and the Rambam brings this in his Yat Chazaka and in his Sefer Mitzvahs that what the pasuk is saying is as follows: There are times that a kohen has a right to just walk into the base of mikdash and do the avodah, but there were also times that a kohen did not have a right to just walk into the base of mikdash and do the avodah. What does it depend on? Ordinarily, there were mishmaris. So if a kohen comes in from Medina Sayam, he walks into the Makom HaMikdash, he knows that there were carbonus board every day, so he says, I want to bring a carbon, let me include myself in the pious, the gairolis that the Mishnayis talk about in Masech Tezuma, I want to be Mayor Masadeshen, I want to maybe bring the carbon Talmud, he had no right to do that, because if it wasn't his Mishmar, then he would have to wait his turn in order to be able to do the Avodah. Stating that, there's also an idea of There is a concept that the Kohen does have a right to do the Avodah in the base of Mikdash, even if it's not his Mishmar. When is that? Sirashi so over here says, There are two instances. Number one, a Gemara that we're going to learn in one moment, and that is to the extent that the Kohen himself is the Bala carbon. He's bringing his own carbon. He himself was Michal Shabbos B'Shoigik. He himself now has to bring a carbon chatos. It's his chatos. He doesn't have an obligation to give it over to the Kehanim Shabbos and Mishmar. He now has a right to bring the carbon by himself. Alternatively, on Yantif. Yantif, Mishum Simchas, Yantif. All the Kehanim were anyways up in the Malkam HaMikdash. So we allowed the Kehanim to go ahead and do the Avoide, even if it wasn't their Mishmar. But in this parasha here, three psukim in the Torah, Perik Yudches, Devarim, Psukim Vav, Zayin Ches. You see this idea. That there are times that the Kohen has a right to do the Avodah. There are times where maybe he has to wait his turn. This is the Makar to the Mishmaros. You see here the concept of the Mishmar. You also see the exception to the rule, the two exceptions, if it's his own carbon or if it's going to be on there. The Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvahs, Mitzvahs Asei Lamid Vav, says the Rambam, the HaMitzvah HaLamid Vav, He shetzivonu sheyiu hakoyanim oivdim limishmaros. And the Rambam goes on by Richos to explain exactly how the Mishmaros work. It's very clear in the Rambam that the Rambam held, like we just were Mepharis and Psukim, that the idea of the Mishmaros was a din da'iraisa, and it's in fact a mitzvah sasei da'iraisa to organize these Mishmaros and for the Kayan to operate within this organization called the Mishmaros. The Ramban in the Sefer Mitzvah argues, the Ramban says it's not a mitzvah da'iraisa, it's not a din da'iraisa. Pump, that's the way it was. And the Ramban says there's a good svara behind it. The Chinuch speaks out the same svara, we mentioned it yesterday. And and that is because if it's going to be a hefkevel, then any kohen is going to always be able to do any avodah. You know what's going to happen? No one's going to do anything. Like the Gemara says in Erev and Afkimul Amad Aleph, Kederu de Beishutfi Loichamimi VeLoikariri, because everyone's going to rely on the other one. Timotze BeHaAtzul says the Rambam. If everyone is going to have a specific job, the more specific, the more focused each person's role is, the better chance of something actually getting done. So either way, there's a festa machloekis here, Rambam and Ramban. Whether the Mishmaris was a Din Raisa, the Mishmaris was not a Din Raisa. For further reading, you can take a look at the Briskarov. It's not reading. Alatayra, Parshas Bamidbar, Briskarov goes into the lumdus and the super lumdus of the beer and this machlekes, Rambam and Ramban, Dvarim the Flam. But either way, just a little bit of a background as it relates to the Mishmar. Says the Torah about Minai, the Koyin Shabbat, Makriv, Karben Noisav, Bechol Eis, Bechol Shashi, here to head, you know that a Koyin that comes to the Makam Mikdash, it's not his Mishmar, but he himself is a Balak Karben. He has a Karben that he's obligated to bring. How do you know that he has a right to do it? Tamalim, the Pasik that we just read. Uba Bechalavas Nafshoi Vesheres. That's one of the two times where that halach is true, that a coin has a right to do the avodah, even though it's technically not his turn. Uminayin, how do we know? Shavu'i dosav How do you know that to the extent that the coin brings his own carbon? 
not during his mishmar. He has a right to now take the matnas kuhuna that came along with the carbon, so he can eat the basar, he can get the ar. Talmud That if you bring a carbon, you get to now benefit from the fringe benefits that come along with bringing a carbon. So not only could the kohen do the avoda. He's makriv chelik b'roish. He's also neitel chelik b'roish. He also gets to take the manas kahuna that come along with the carbon. Okay, Tzad. So the b'risa goes on to explain certain nuances in this general halacha. If the koyen was a balmum, so you have a koyen who's chayv a carbon, he's also a balmum. So the halacha is, being that he himself wouldn't be able to bring the carbon, he can't bring it. He also can't appoint a shliach that's not a member of that mishmar to bring it. Because the whole schos that he has to bypass the mishmar is to the extent that he himself is going to bring the carbon. Now, if he could bring the carbon, he doesn't have to do it himself. He can appoint the shliach. But Aviva, he's a Balmum, so he can't bring it. He also now can't appoint the shliach to do it because called over the ilay matzi of it. Shliach nami matzi You can't make a shliach to do something that you yourself are not able to do. So, you have no choice but to conform to the Mishmar. However, says the Brayse but the fringe benefits you are going to get. So even though you would think that maybe the Manus Kahuna is a tuffle to the schus to bring the carbon, and being that right now he's not bringing the carbon, he can't even point the Shleach to bring the carbon because he's excluded from being able to bring the carbon because he's a Bamum, it doesn't matter. The Allah is that he who can't do the Avoidah can't point the shlech to do the avoida. Who's going to do the avoida? Koyin shaba isen He who can eat the matnas kuna, just because he's a bambum, it doesn't exclude him from being able to eat the matnas kuna. He ultimately will be able to eat the matnas kuna. Says the Brisa, a more ambiguous halacha. If the koyin was a zokin or a chaylus, he wasn't a bambum, he was either very old or not well. Then he can give it over to any koyin that he wants. However, there the halacha is just the opposite. He cannot benefit from the matnas kuna. So the Gemara says, this doesn't make sense. What do you mean when the Brisa says that the koyin was a zokin or a If it's talking about he can do the avoida and he could also eat then just like he has a right to appoint a shliach to bring the carbon, because he's not possible, he's someone that can do the avoid, he should also be able to eat it. But if we're talking about a koyen, that he's a zokin or a choyla, he can't do the avoid, and he can't eat either, then then he shouldn't be able to appoint the shliach to do the avoid. So what's this idea, that he's a zokin or a choyla, he can appoint a koyen to do the avoid, but he can't, Decide who's going to get the benefits, the matnas kahuna, but rather it ends up going the anshe amishmar, amrapapas, rapapas says the obvious terrors. It's talking about where he's a zokin or a chayla, so it's difficult for him to do it, but he could do it. So, which if you do it, if an outi does the avoid in the base of mikdash, as long as he gets it done, as long as the shechita is based on him, as long as he's mekabel the dam, as long as the this rika ends up on the base of mikdash, he takes the mizrak from the makom shechita to the mizbech. He did the halach. As long as the avoid was done, it's fine. It doesn't matter if it happened quickly or if it happened slowly. At the end of the day, avoid the So therefore, this zokin or who was able to do the avoid the is considered someone that can do the avoid. He's not like a Balmum. Therefore, even if he's not going to do it, he has a schos in it. He's giving over something that he himself can halachically do. Therefore, he has a right to give it over. 
But achilo, the chiyocha, they had chak achilo gasi. But achilo, which if you do it all day at chak, it's actually not achilo. Because if it's very difficult for a person to eat, and he eats anyways, lo yishma achilo. Achilo gasi, klav klumu. Bishamach avidos, of lan shemishma. You yourself can't eat it, so you don't really have a schus to be able to eat it. It's for that reason that the halacha is that you cannot give it over. L'chol koyin sheyir. So Amr Rav Sheish. Rav Sheish said, Amr Rav Sheish If the koyin was a koyin tamay, bekarbin tzibor. Regarding a carbon seaboard, noisel chomisha yerza, vavidos of oil anchemish. Said Rav Sheshes, what would be if you had a koyen who now had the right to bring the carbon, meaning it's his chos to bring the carbon? He was a koyen tommy, a koyen tommy ordinarily cannot do the avoida, however, the carbon was a carbon seaboard. So what's the halacha then? Noisel chomisha yerza. You can give over the right. To do the avoido, l'chol koyin sheyertza. And the reason is because even though you're tame, but being that it's a carbon simur, with the halacha is, tomahutshu v'tzibor, tomatchuyu v'tzibor. But a koyin tame can do the avoido when it comes to a carbon simur. However, as it relates to eating it, the halacha always is that a koyin tame, even when the carbon was brought betoma, is not allowed to eat the matnas kuno. So it's for that reason, the halacha will be avidos avoyer la'anshim Incidentally, what does it mean that I have a, I'm bringing my own carbon seaboard? This whole halacha is where I'm the bala carbon, therefore, even though it's not my mishmar, I'm bringing the carbon. The question is, if I'm not going to do it, do I have a right to give it over to somebody else or not? Ordinarily, yeah. If I'm a, if I'm a baal mom, no. If I'm a zokin or a chayla, if I can do it all day at chag, vaiter, yeah. So we have a, a, an example of such a halacha where it's a carbon tzibur. Okay, I'm the bala carbon, but it's a carbon tzibur. If it's a carbon tzibur, then by definition, the tzibur is the bala carbon. I'm not the bala carbon. So Pashib Shat, you shouldn't speak out. It means where the carbon tzibur was brought they would make a girl and they would decide who exactly would be the one to bring the carbon seaver. So we're talking about a koyin that won the girl. So he won the girl. He now is Thomas. He has a schus to bring this carbon more than achiv hakoyanim because he won the lottery. He was the winner. That's where this halacha of Rav Sheish is going to be negated. But the Gemara says, I don't really understand Rav Sheish's halacha either. If it's talking about where there were other kayhanim that were tahar, then then you don't have the halacha of Tumah Hutcher B'tzibur, Tumah Tchuyi B'tzibur. Tumah Hutcher B'tzibur, Tumah Tchuyi B'tzibur is only if there's no way to bring the carbon al Yidei Atar. So if every person in the Mishmar would be Tameh, so then you'd have this halacha. But if there's one person in the Mishmar that's Tahar, then Fashtet Zechi can't do it. Elamai, we must be talking about where everybody is Tameh. Otherwise, this halacha is not true. Vida, like the Torah, meaning everybody is Tameh, Avidasa, the Oira, the Anche Mishmar, then how's it possible that the Anche Mishmar are going to eat the carbon? Just like he can't eat it because he's Tameh, they shouldn't be able to eat it because they're Tameh either. So what's going on over here? If everybody is Tameh, so I understand then the first halacha, why he has a right to do the avoidah, because you have the halacha of Tumah Hutra, Tumah but the problem is, I don't understand the second halacha. Why could the Anche Mishmar eat it? And why could they eat it more than him? It's not Hutra, it's the old Tame, to eat? No. So the halacha is the basa is not going to be nechal. Even if everybody's tummy, you're never allowed to eat the basa. Elamai is talking about where there's some tahirim, and they're the people that the Bryce, so that Rav Sheshis was referring to when he said they're going to eat, then there's no halacha of tumah hutra said, you have to say that there were other people that were tahar, however, they were bali mumin. And being that they were bali mumin, they couldn't do the avoidah. So the only ones that were able to do the avoidah were tame, but as it relates to eating, a Balmum is allowed to eat Basar Kachim, so you had someone tahar to eat it, you just didn't have someone tahar to do the Avoidah. Amr Avashi, one final halacha on this 
digression. If the Kohen Gadol was an yirza, we know a Kohen Gadol is allowed to bring Karbonus even when he's an Oynein. Except the Kohen Gadol himself was an Oynein and he is the Bala Karbin. So you have this halacha of that he's allowed to do the Avodah. The Kohen Gadol incidentally is always Makriv Chelik Barash. He always has a right to do whatever he wants. In this case, you can give it off to any Kohen. But as it relates to eating it, that not. Because the Kohen Gadol Oynein, despite the fact that he can do the Avodah, but he can't eat from the Matnas Kuna. Rav Ashi's halacha is really not a chiddush. Rav Sheish's halacha was a chiddush. The brisa that we mentioned earlier was a chiddush. But Rav Ashi, what did Rav Ashi say? Once I know the yisoidus, I could plug in what the halacha is going to be with the kohen gadol oinin. It's back of the envelope arithmetic. Ah, so kohen gadol oinin, where does he fall in? So what's the halacha with the kohen gadol oinin? He could do the avodah. He can't eat it. Okay, so if you could do the avodah, you can make a shliach to do the avodah also. If you can't eat it, then it goes. What's Rav Ashi being mechadish with this brisa? Where is it a brisa? Tanino kohen gadol makrivoinin ve'enoi oichel kohen gadol can be makrivoinin. He can't eat ve'enoi choyleg lechol erev. Additionally, the halacha with the kohen gadol is that let's say. There's matnas kahuna that's being divided right now. And the kangodal is an oinin right now. But at night, the kangodal is not going to be an oinin anymore. And at night, this bosser that's being divided won't be an oinin. So it's something that you'll be able to eat. Says the price, even then he's not noitol chelak. Meaning you could have thought that even though this second at the time of the chalukah, he's not allowed to eat it, but maybe later he'll be able to eat it. So let him be involved in the chalukah. Das oichinish. But either way, what's Ravashi? Schiddish says the Gemara. So I would have thought very mechudeshes the Gisvara. Ki chas rachman ole the kain gadol the kruvehu. It's true that the kain gadol could be makravoyne, but maybe it's a chas rachman ole. It's somehow rachme shamayim. Hashem had rachmanus on the kain gadol that. He gave him a ptor, an ishor, that even though really you're not, you're really not supposed to do the avoida, but we're going to be chas rachman olel. We're going to have rachman olel. We're going to allow you to. So maybe that's only for him, but lekuvehu, avalashavi shliach, but a shliach, loy matzi mashri, somehow the haloch of shlucha shaladim kamaisai wouldn't apply. Kamashmon, that was Ravashi's chiddush. So the Gemara comes out, Ravashi was actually saying a very big chiddush, which could be has lumbus implications. However, not for this morning. So before we start the next Mishnah, which really returns to the regular program, which in the end of Perak, Agoy Zalaitzim, there's been the sugya of Hashem Gezelois and Gezel Hager, before we go back to just one hour. So we mentioned over here, the Gemara did, that Achila Gasa Lav Klumhu, that if somebody eats, and he eats it, Achila Gasa does hastenish Taisvah says that the truth is it's a Gemara and Perak HaChoyletz if the Gemara over there says if somebody eats Achille Gasa on Yom Kippur he's not over the Isser of why? because it's an Achille Gasa and Achille Gasa the problem with this however is Taisvah says a Kasha from a Gemara in the fact it's Nazar that Chov Gimel Amen Alf a Gemara that we've spoken out many times Amar Rabba Bar Bachano Amar Rabbi Yechana Maidich said what's Pshan the Pasik that says, Ki Yisharim Darchei Hashem, Tzadikim Yelchubam, Upoishim Yikashlubam. You can have one mitzvah, two people could do it. Tzadikim Yelchubam. They do it right and they get schar for what they did. The Poish, the Poisheya, Upoishim Yikashlubam. They can do the same exact thing and they could literally trip on their head. Mashal, the Adam Shetzalus, Pischeyem. So Yechanan said it's a mashal to two people that roasted their carbon pesach. Echad Achle Lashum Mitzvah, one ate at Lashum Mitzvah, the Echad Achle Lashum Achilagas, another one ate at Lashum Achilagas. Zesh Achle Lashum Mitzvah, Vizadikim Yelchubam, the one that ate at Lashum Mitzvah is a tzaddik. Vizesh Achle Lashum Achilagas, Upoishim Yukashlubam. That's Rabbi Yechanan said. That pasuk ki Yisharim Darki Hashem, Tzadikim Yelchubam, Upoishim Yukashlubam, a mashal for that said Rabbi Yechanan is two people ate the carbon pesach. 
One person is Sadiqim Yechubam, the other person is Upashim Yikashlubam. Oh, Malay Rish Lakish. So Rish Lakish told Rabbi Yechanan, Hi, Russia, currently, this person that ate the carbon pasach, Lashum Achilagasa, you're calling him a Russia? Nehi, the Loika of Mitzvanamuchar. I understand that thing that he ate. Achilagasa, he wasn't Mikhaim, the mitzvah minamufkar, but Pesach Miyakovid, but he did bring the carbon Pesach. He said a whole different shot. Frank Tasvis, you have a Mufurish Gemara here, Nazach of Gimel Amanalf, where Shitas Rishlokish Al Koponim is, that somebody that eats the carbon Pesach, Achilagasa, Nehi, the mitzvah minamufkar loy ovid, but Pesach Miyakovid, you are Mikhaim the mitzvah, in other words, an Achila of Achila Gasa, Ishma Achila, Frank Tasvis Astira. I have a Gemara above a Kamad of Kuthura Manalev, a Gemara Yavamas Daf Mema Manalev, that Achila Gasa is Leishma Achila, and I have a Gemara Nazar Daf Chav Gimel Amanalev, where the Gemara says that Achila Gasa is Achila. Tasvis says two Terutzim, both very important Terutzim. The first Terutz, I'm not sure what the order of Tasvis is, but one Terutz Tasvis says that there's two types of Achila Gasa. There's Achila Gasa, and there's Achila Gasa. There's Achila Gasa where the person is just not hungry. I'm not so hungry, I have no taiva to eat. I can eat, I can handle it, but I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry. Then there's an Achila Gasa where the person is so stuffed that he's disgusted. He's nimus from the food that he's eating. Says, Toisviz, that's the chilak. Achila Gasa where you're disgusted from the food that you're putting into your mouth. Loishma Achila. If you eat like that, so if somebody would eat right after Kol Nidre, Yom Kippur night, chances are he's not over the Isidai Raisa because he's probably stuffed to the gills. He's probably, I can't put anything in his mouth. That food that he eats is the Achila Gasa that's Loishma Achila. But if somebody's punk, not so hungry and he eats, that type of Achila Gasa is Shma Achila. And that's where Ishlak meant when he said, Nehi, the Mitzvah, but that's one Teretz Tosfus says. Another Teretz that Tosfus says is that it could be we're reading the Gemara Masech this Nazar wrong. What was Rabbi Yechonon's Lashem? Echad achloi l'shum mitzvah Ve'echad achloi l'shum achila gasa. Says Tosfus, it could be the Gemara that is talking about a person that ate a regular achila. He didn't eat achila gasa. It was a regular achila. He was hungry. He ate it. The Shaila is what his kavona was. Echad achloi l'shum mitzvah. His kavona was to be mekayim a mitzvah saseh. The other person's kavana was to fresh. He ate it. L'shum achil agasa. Over there, Rish Lakish said, that nei the mitzvah and amuvcha loyavid, but Pesach miyakavid. But it could be enochinami if the achilo itself, not the kavana, the achilo itself would be an achilo agasa. The Gemara, Rabbi Kama, Kofiyot Amalev, the Gemara in Yuvah Mistaf, that type of achilo would be loyshma achilo. So two ha'ores on this Tosis. One ha'ore in Lundis and one ha'ore in Halacha. First, the ha'ore in Lundis. From Kibayger in Gilyan Ashas, on this Gemara right here, Nazir Davchof Gimel Amid Aleph, sends us to a Turei Even in Mesechtis Rosh Hashanah, Davchof Chof Tes Amid Aleph, in the Sugyo of Mitzvah Tzriches Kavana. Turei Even says that the way Tosis learned in one of his Pshatim here in Bavit Kamadav Kuf Yud, it comes out that what Rish Lakish is saying is that if a person eats the carbon Pesach, he doesn't eat it Lashon Mitzvah, one ate it Lashon Mitzvah, the other one didn't eat it l'shom mitzvah. He ate it l'shom achil If you eat it l'shom achil you're not mekayim the mitzvah and amufchar, but carbon pesach, the mitzvah you're mekayim. Zaysay Meris says the Turei Evan, in yeshivish terms, Rish Lakish must be of the opinion that mitzvahs ain't tzrichas kavon. 
Mitzvah and Amufchar, you're not Mekayim. That's what Rich Locker said. But Pesach, Miyakov, even though you didn't eat it Lishon Mitzvah, you ate it Lishon Mechilagas. In other words, Rich Locker's shita is that Mitzvah is ain't Srikas Gavana. Freight the Turi Evan, Avakasha, from a Sugya, Psochim, Kufya, Dalar, and Aleph, where Rich Locker's shita and Shasta is that Mitzvah is Srikas Gavana. In other words, Shagasaria, the Turi Evan's asking, Avastir and Shita's Rich Locker. Zok the Turi Evan, a Gavaldiga Terrence. He says, it could be that really Rich Locker's shita and Shasta is Mitzvah Srikas Gavana, but Karben Pesach is different. Why is carbon Pesach different? Because by carbon Pesach, you had to be monoid. You had to RSVP in order to be able to eat from the carbon Pesach. You could only eat the carbon Pesach that was shachot on your behalf. Meaning you could only be Mekayim the Mitzvah with this carbon Pesach. Being that you could only be Mekayim the Mitzvah with this carbon Pesach, over there says the Shagasari, it could be Rishlokish holds, Mitzvah's Eintzvich is Kavana. Even if I don't have Kavana to be Mekayim the Mitzvah with this Achilah, but being that this is the only way for me to be Mekayim the Mitzvah with this Achilah, over here, the Allah is giving me Mitzvah Saint Kavana. When do you say Mitzvah Srikas Kavana? Somebody picks up Dal Minim. There's no Allah have to take this Esrik and this Lulav. I can take any Esrik, any Lulav. I'm not Mukhrich to use this Shal Mitzvah in order to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. Then there's a Sugya Mitzvah Srikas Kavana, and Rishlokish Hashit is Mitzvah Srikas Kavana. But by a carbon Pesach, where I have to eat this carbon Pesach, says the Shagasari, it could be over there. It's different there, Mitzvah Saint Srikas Kavana. I saw the Shur from Mishulim David, David Solvechik. Here in Nazar, Tafchov Gimel, he asks on the Turi Evan, he says, It's true that my chiyuv is to eat this carbon Pesach, but within the carbon Pesach, there are many kezaisen. There's no halacha that says which kezayis of this carbon Pesach that I have to eat. It's a freight from a shalom David. At the end of the day, when I eat this shtick carbon Pesach and I'm the kai in my mitzvah, I didn't have to eat this kezayis. So if I didn't have to eat this kezayis, then weiter, you should say mitzvah srichas kavana, because this maisa achil is not necessarily the maisa mitzvah. Where it's muchach that this maisa is the maisa mitzvah, that's the shagasari svara. That over there, mitzvah saying srichas kavana. But it's not muchach, because make a taste, it has to be this kezayis. Maybe it could be that kezayis, but I think the teretz is posh. It's the shagasari of the When we learned the sech we ran with the shagasari. We spoke it out many times. Shagasari says a chidish nifla. Shagasari says that in order to be mekayim, the mitzvah says they raisa. Of carbon pesach, you have to eat the entire carbon pesach. If you don't eat the entire pesach, you're not making the mitzvah. Usually, mitzvah's achila is big kezayis. So you don't have to eat the whole matzah, you have to eat a kezayis and a matzah. Carbon pesach said the shagazari is different. The mitzvah is to es and the ganza carbon. Now, it's true, if there's five people there, they can be making the mitzvah together. But the mitzvah is to eat the entire carbon. The shagazari brings a raya from a gemara mesach, the zvachim, that tzadik zayin of a base. The gemara over there is discussing, we know there's an iser. The etzim leisish berubai. You're not allowed to break the bone of the carbon pesach. So Gemara declares, let's say there was a bone that had marrow inside of it. Can I break the bone to take out the marrow to eat? What's the tzadiyah? Because although there's an iser day raisa, the etzim leisish berubai, but there's also a mitzvah sasei day raisa to eat the carbon pesach. So say I say, That's the Gemara. Gemara says you can't, because in I say, Toysa asks the Kasha what happened to Be'idna, that's the Piske Toysa that we always speak out, Rabbi Kiveger. There's a lot of nice raid over there. But I don't even understand the whole Gemara. We know that the only time you say, I say, is when it's EF Shalakayim Shneim. But if it's EF Shalakayim Shneim, then of course you don't say, I say, So you're creaking into the marrow, you're going to be over to be Mekayim a mitzvah. Don't break the marrow, find another Kezayis matzah. 
or Pesach. As I freak the Shagas, as the Shagas from here you see that you have to eat all the Basar, and that's the Nidin and the Gemara. What about the Mayach Shabbat Samais? Is that included in all the Basar? Meaning you'll say, I say the Chalay, say to the Mitzvah, or maybe not. Maybe it's Negei, that was the only piece of meat you had. Either way, the Shagas Ayah, the Shitasa, who holds that you have to eat the whole carbon Pesach, so it's not Pshat, this Kazayas versus that Kazayas. The Mitzvah is the Gantz of Carbon. If the Mitzvah is the Gantz of Carbon, it's the Shagas Ayah in his Shagas Ayah, she tossing the Turi Evan, either way, some nice rate. The second aura, where this comes up, where does Achille Gasa come up in Halacha? Hilchas Pesach, by the Afi Koyman, right? That's where this halacha is featured prominently. Because there's a mitzvah to eat the Afi Koyman. We eat the Afi Koyman, incidentally, Zecher, to the Karpin Pesach. So that's where it's brought down. It's brought down in the halachas of Afi Koyman. The Ramah says, you have to make sure not to eat afi koyman achilagasa. Oh, you shtaker v'yoshem yai. You shouldn't get drunk during the meal. Then you're not going to eat it at all. But either way, the Ramos says you have to be careful not to eat too much during the meal because otherwise it's going to be achilagasa. Zokte mishabura. What does achilagasa mean? The hainu she'ena misavik lalecha. You have no taiva to eat. Sha'oz ena yosem mitzvah namufcher because then you're not mekayim the mitzvah namufcher. Sha'af sha'afi koyman uzachil pesach that pesach nachal alasayfa. People make a mistake. People think you have to be full when you eat the korban pesach. Doesn't mean you have to be full. It means the achilas korban pesach is supposed to make you full. It's supposed to put you over the edge. But you're supposed to have a little bit of a taiva, because if you don't have a taiva, then it's not going to be a chilo. Says the Mishnah Brura, and if you're going to be at the point where not only don't you have a taiva, but the insovea kol kach, atshen avshe kotza b'achilo, you're disgusted from the food, meiroiv soeva, avshe doichikatz malevinu, you force it down your mouth, eino yoitzi yedei chavase klal b'mitzvazu, shachilo gasa kizu, eino nekras achilo kach, because that's not called an achilo at all. What's the makar to this Mishnah Brura, to this raid in the Paisik, this Taisvis, where Taisvis says there's two types of achilo gasa, there's an achilo gasa that's not an achilo at all, and then there's an achilo gasa that at the very least is not a mitzvah and a mufcher, that's this Mishnah Brewer over here in Hilchas Pesach, Simon Tafayevah. Either way, so just returning to the sugyo of Asham Gizelas. So again, the Iker sugyo, the Iker parish in the Torah of Asham Gizelas is the end of parishes by Yikra, and as mentioned, it's chazed over in parishes Nosai. So just to read the Sukkim over here in parishes Nosai, as this will be the topic of the rest of the Daf. Hashem al It's parishes Nosai, Perik Hei, Pasukid Aleph. Dabra al Yisrov Yamarta Aleim, Ish Ish. I was about to read the parasha of Sait. I said, that's the wrong parasha. No, Ish. Yeah. One second. Dabra b'nei Yisrael. Ish o'y isha ki yasu mikol chato yisa odom limol v'al v'ashem. Ish o'y isha, that's going to do an avheira. Limol v'al v'ashem. V'oshmo ha-nefesh ahi. V'hizvadu es chatos ha-masher osu. V'heshev es ha-shomoy b'roishoy. V'chamishiso yoysef olov. V'nosan la-asher oshamot. So again, the Pasuk is a little bit ambiguous. We read this yesterday. Chazal say that it's talking about the Hashem Elois. And Rashi brings the Nishnas kind of why the Torah chazer over the parasha of Hashem Elois. And say for Devarim, very often the Torah will chazer over parashas that were already mentioned earlier. That's the whole concept of Mishnah Torah. But why did the Torah chazer over this parasha over here? The reason the Torah did is because of two chidushim that emerged from this parasha that I wouldn't have otherwise known. What are the two chidushim? Number one, the fact that you only have Hashem Gezeloys. When the Gazlan is moido is learned out from here, 
Tosam Asher Asu is mentioned here in Parshas Nasa. It's not mentioned in Parshas Vayikra. And number two, the whole idea of Gezel Aget, that if the Ger dies and he has no Yarshim, who's ultimately going to Yarshim his Schus? Who do you have to now give the Karen the Chaymish to? You have to give it to the Karen. Just a few Ha'aras regarding just Chumish Ha'aras on this Pasha right here that I thought were worth mentioning. Two from the Chida. And two from the Znaim Lotera, the Lutzgarov, we'll go through this quickly. Number one, the Zvadu Eschatosam Asher Asu, the Heshev Eschatosam. Just read the Pasik. The Zvadu Eschatosam Asher Asu, the Heshev Eschatosam. Shteltzach, the Lutzgarov, the Zvadu is a Lashon Rabbin. The Heshev Eschatosam is a Lashon Yochit. So why the Pasik start Lashon Rabbin, the Zvadu, and then the Heshev? So either it should be the Zvadu, or it should be the Heshivu. Why Lashen Rabbin, Lashen Yochid? So he says, Hischa B'Lashen Rabbin V'Hizvadu V'Sayim B'Lashen Yochid V'Heshev Omnam Kainu Derech O'Elam Misvadim Harbe Anoshem When it comes to Vido, it comes to Yom Kippur, everybody claps al chet. To confess, to say Vido, that's not such a big deal. Avala Hoshev Esakzeila Muchen Rak Echod Me'elef He says, that's V'Hizvadu Lashen Rabbin When it comes to V'Heshev, it's going to be Lashen Yochid Another nice, classic Gedank from the Lutzkerov. V'hizvadu eschatosom asher osu. Says the Lutzkerov. V'loi masha osu acherev. Vidui means confess your own sins. So he says, ki bedar tapucha is yeish. He says, I met a lot of people that they're very good at confessing other people's averes. They can point out, oh, this guy does that wrong. He does this. He does this avere. To be v'hizvadu eschatosom asher yasu that other people do. That there's no shortage of people of Rasha also that they themselves do. This is this little Musa Shmuz over here. Visvadu es Khatasa Masha also. The Chidah makes two very interesting orders on this parish as well. The Chidah says that the Pasik starts Limoil Ishkiyasumi Kokhati Saada, Limoil Mal Bashem. Says the Chidah, Kidarki Bakoidesh, Mal, the word Ma'al, Mem Ayin Lamid, is Rashitevis Momoin, Arayos, and Loshin. It says it's a reference to Gemara Bava Basra. Chazal say, Roiv Begezel, most people are Nichshal and Aveir of Gezel, Miut Ba'arayos, Vikulon Beloshon Hora. Kulon Ba'avak Beloshon Hora. Says the Chidot, that's what the Pasuk is saying. Isha Isha Kiyasu Mikol Chatoi Zodom. You did an Aveir that everybody does. What's the Aveir that everybody does? Mal. Momoin, that's Gezel. Ayin is Arayas, Loshin, Loshin Hara. Still, you need Kapara just because everybody does it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to need Kapara. And just one final Hara, again, these are all bullet points worth spending some time on. Kiyasu Mikol Chatis Adam. He brings here a Dover Nifla. He brings from the Rabbone Ashkenaz that said that if a person doesn't have Arab Shaykh twice, two Shaykhs is counted like one mazid. So you always speak out the Ran in the end of Masechtis Yuma, where the Ran says that if somebody does multiple chayvim lavins, it could be it's more chomer than doing a chayvim mises bezdin or a loisei sheh bei karas. It's read like this from Rabbi Yoyin and Shari Chuba as well. So he brings from the Rabbani Ashkenaz that if a person doesn't have Erev B'Shoigig enough times, it could be shakal. He says it's Merum is here in this pasuk. Kiyasu mikol chatois. Loshen Rabbim, not Chatos. Chatois, Loshen Rabbim. What is it considered? Limo Mal Bashem. So Isha, Isha, Kiyasim, Kolchatis, Adam, Limo Mal Bashem. Either way, we have a, a Geshmaka, Tafkamor over here that discusses the halachis of Hashem Gezeloi, specifically Gezlager. Says the Nishan, go to Losager, if somebody steals from a Ger, Vinishbaloi. And he swore to the Ger that he didn't really steal. Umez. And then the Ger died. And he has no Yarshim. Again, could have Yarshim, but it's long where we had no Yarshim. Hareze Mishal and Karen, the Chaymish, the Koyanim, the Oshel and Mizbeach. Shenem have in English Goyal, the Hoshav Oshem Elov, the Oshem Alushav Lashem Lakoyal, Mivad Elakipur Mashiach Kapabayol.
What if the Gazlin himself, on his way up to the Koyanim, to be Mekayim, Tasham Gezeloys, with the Koyanim, because he had stolen from a girl that died without Yorshim, if he himself, the Gazlin, dies, so the Allah is a Kesev Yinosin Labonov. The money goes to the Gazlin's Yorshim. The Yorshim don't have an obligation to now take the money and to give it to the Koyanim. And Rashi says the reason is because. Really, the whole idea of giving the money to the Kayanim is not because the Kayanim become the Nigzal. They don't really have a Tfiyas moment from a Chesha Mishpat standpoint. It's just something you need to do for your Kapara, for your Tikkun of your Neshama. You have an obligation. Now that you're dead, there's no point anymore. So for that reason, the Yarshim of the Gazlin get to keep the money. The Asham, however, has Kedushas Asham. So you can't undo the Kedushas Asham. So what do you do with the Asham? You let it stay in the field until we get some mum, and then you sell it, that's what you always do with an Asham, you can't be marked, if you take the money, you buy Karbanois Oilas Tzibur that was used either way, what if the money was already given to the Anshim Mishmar, and then you die, then the Gazan died, then it's too late, the Yarshim can't go to the Anshim Mishmar, once the money was given over, then there's nothing you can do, Yehoirov was the name of a Mishmar, Yedaya was the name of a different Mishmar. Yehoirov, incidentally, was the first of the Chavdal Mishmaris that existed in the times of Ayesheni. Yedaya was the name of the second Mishmar. So the Mishnah is just using Yehoirov and Yedaya as examples. Yehoirov would have served before Yedaya. That's another way of saying that first you gave the money, and then afterwards you brought the Asham Yatsa. But Asham Yehoirov, if the first Mishmar got the Asham, the Kesef Yedaya, and the second Mishmar got the money and Kaima Asham If you didn't bring the Asham yet, then Yehoirov should take the Asham, give it over to Yedaya, and let Yedaya bring the carbon Asham. And if they already brought the carbon Asham, then you have to do it all over again. Because if you return the Gzela before you bring the carbon Asham, then it's good. But But if you first bring the Asham and then you bring the Gzela, in other words, the Mishnah is just saying in its own way the idea that first you have to return the Gzela and then you have to bring the carbon Asham. More about this in tomorrow's death. Either way, somebody gave the Karen, but he didn't give the Chaymish, it's not Ma'akiv. So the Asham is Ma'akiv, Kapara. The Karen is obviously Ma'akiv Kapara, but the Chaymish is not Ma'akiv Kapara. Very good Shemakiv Gemara. Tan Rabbanon. Asham ze Karen. Hamushav ze Chaymish. So when the Pasik says that you have to return the Asham, it actually doesn't mean the carbon Asham. It means the Karen. The Torah refers to the Karen, the principal payment, as Asham. Maybe no. Maybe Asham ze Ayol, meaning the Asham itself. Ulamayin afkimino doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you have to be a karen chemish v'asham. So, is this? Are we just arguing about semantics? Whether the asham is the asham or the asham is the karen? At the end of the day, you have to be a karen chemish v'asham. No one's arguing with something else. Yeah, there's a very big nafkimino. Lafuki b'deravodah. My rava rava said gezlager shechzir belaylo do yotza festalocha. If somebody gives gezlager to the kayanim at night, he's not mekayim. It doesn't get kapara that you get from giving the gezel get to the kayanim. Additionally, if you give half of the pay, you stole the thousand dollars, so you have to give a thousand plus the chaymish. If you'd give five hundred today and then another five hundred a week from now, again loyotza. My timer. What's the reason? Asham kariyachmona because the Torah referred to the keren as in asham. Therefore, it's treated like a carbon, and just like a carbon, you can't bring at night, and a carbon you can't bring. You can't say I'll do half the carbon now, I'll do the other half of carbon later. No, you have to bring the whole carbon bevasachas. So to the keren has the same exact halacha. So that's where it's an afkemino because Rava said that 
the Karen payment to the Kayanim is treated like a carbon. Why? Because Asham Kari Rachmana. So it's a very big nafkamino. If Rav is right, that when it says Asham, it means the Karen, so you're going to have Rav's halachas, Rav's chidushim lalacha. But if Rav is not right, that Asham really means the Asham, and there's some other word in the Pasik that means the Karen, then Rav is wrong. Sakta Gemara. Kishoyimim Bavad Elakipurim. Havi Yoyimim Asham Zakaren. Says the Brysa. This is going back to the continuation of the Brysa. That it says clearly in the Pasik, Milvad Elakipurim. So whatever this Asham is, it's in addition to the Elakipurim. Now the Elakipurim is the Asham. So the Asham is obviously not the Asham. Because the Asham is in addition to the Asham. What is it? It must be the Karen. Tanya Yidduch, another bride. Asham Zekaren. Hamushav Zekhoimish. Asham Zekhoimish. Maybe the Asham is the Chaimish. Maybe the Asham is the Chaimish. If the Asham is the Chaimish, it would come out not like our mission. It's not our mission. It said, Nasalayas HaKemelam Salayas HaChaimish. And HaChaimish Ma'akiv. The mission said the Chaimish is not Ma'akiv. Adarabu. If you're going to tell me that when it says Asham, it means Chaimish, then Chaimish Ma'akiv. Then it should be Ma'akiv. Just like the Asham is Ma'akiv. The Torah used the word Asham to describe the Chaimish. It should be Ma'akiv. So being that it says mafurish v'chamishisoy, it's for that reason we know for sure that when it says asham, it must mean the karen. The asham is not the chaimish. The asham is not the asham. The asham is not the chaimish. The asham is in fact the karen. I saw another nice diok in the Osnayim Mutayra. He says that in Parshas Vayikro, when the pasuk mentions the chaimish, it says v'chamishisov. Here in Parshas Nasa, it says v'chamishisoy. Says why? It's very posh. The Gemara Darshan from the Chamishisov that it's possible for a person to have to pay multiple Chaimishes for one Kfira and one Shvua. Every time you're Nishba Vahaida, you're going to be Chayif another Chaimish. So he says that's true by a regular Asham Gezela. But Gezel Ager, the whole case of Gezel Ager, when you give it to the Kayan, it was when the Ger died. So the Tevei is not alive anymore. If the Tevei is not alive anymore, it's not possible to have another Shvua mit Akfira mit It's not Shaykh to have another Chaymish. So we're Shaykh to have another Chaymish. The Torah had to emphasize the Chamishi Sub, Lashon Rabbim. It's possible that you're going to have to pay more than just the one Chaymish. But over here, by the Gezel Ager Shemes, it's not Negea more than one Chaymish. So the Torah just said, more posh, the Chamishi Sub. There's no Diuk of the Chamishi Sub. Kufa, Omar, Gezel Ager Shakhsir, Balaylo. Somebody steals from a guy, gives it back at night. Lo yotz, hechziru chatzah, lo yotz. Night time. Asham kayu rachman. Of Amar Rav, another halacha. Gezel ger she imish avipudu chol kayim akoyin. If somebody steals from a ger, so who gets the gezel ger? The mishmar. What if there's not enough money for every member of that mishmar to get at least a pruta? Lo yotz yidei chayvasa. You lost that. Night time. And the chsiva asham hamushav achi yashav lechol kayim akoyin. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to give it to the next mishmar. Boy Rava inlin mishmaris yohira viyeshloi lemishmaris yedaya mao. So what if this mishmar right now, when you come to the base of mikdash, is mishmaris yohira? They don't have enough members, so, or there's too many members, so each person is not going to get a shavu pruta. But if you wait to the mishmaris. Then a mishma of Yedaya, the next mishma, then everybody will be able to get a shavu. What's the halach? Explain the case a little bit better. Is it talking about where you gave it to Yedaya, meaning you just didn't give it to Yehoira, you waited a week, and then you gave it to Yedaya. Okay, so Yispe, then what's the shayla? You gave it to them already. The shayla was that you gave it to the mishmeres of Yedaya, when it was really the mishmaris of Yehoyev. What's the Shiloh? Me and Rina, do we say, being that you gave it to the wrong Kayanim, because you gave it to people whom it wasn't their mishmaris, you didn't do anything, you have to do it all over again. Being that Yehoyev anyways 
couldn't do it. So it was destined to go to Yadaya. So even though you gave it to Yadaya, not during the week that it really belonged to Yadaya, it doesn't matter. And the Allah is, it will be Ashava, says the Gemara, take Could the Gehanim come together and say, you know what, you take this Gezalager, and I'm going to take the next Gezalager. Could you do that or not? Me and do you say, Ashim Kari Rahman? They refer to the Karen as an Ashim. Ashim in Cholten, Ashim Gedeged Ashim. Just like when it comes to a carbon, you can't divide carbonus that way. You can't pin one carbon against another. At the end of the day, it's moment. Meaning, even though it's Ashim Kari Rahmana, how far do you take this Ashim Kari Rahmana? Pashta, Ashim Kari Rahmana. No, Ashim Kari Rahmana is treated like a real Ashim. We, we'd be have a similar note, incidentally, just hit me, by the Parah Duma. The Parah Duma was Kachi Veda Gabayas, but Chattas Kari Rachmano. And there too, you have a girl. How far do you take the Chattas Kai Rachmana? How much do we treat it like a carbon Chattas? It wasn't born in the base of Mikdash, it was born in Haram Mishcha, it was born in Harazesim. So this idea, it's not a carbon, but Osham Karye Rachmana. Says the Gemara, Bacha Breda Rova Masala Behed, Omar Rova, Kayanim in Cholten Gezal Gerke Negu Gezal Ader, my Taimo Osham Karye Rachmana, Boy Rova, Kayanim Big Gezal Hager, Yorshim Havu, and Makabli Matanus Havu. When somebody has an obligation of Hashem Gezalois to a Ger, the Ger dies, he has no Yorshim, the Torah says, Parshas Nasai, give it to the Kayanim. When you now give it to the Kayanim, are the Kayanim Yarshining? The schus that the ger had when the ger died, meaning it's a parsha mechudeshes. What's the gather of the parsha? Is the gather of the parsha that even though really the kehanim don't yarshin the ger, here the Torah was mechadish that the kehanim are viewed as yarshin, or no? It's not Yerusha, but rather the Torah says you have an obligation to give a gift to the kehanim. Does the kehanim have a real claim on this? Just like yarshin have a real claim on an asset, on an IOU that their father left them. So to the kehanim come b'makom. The ger, or it's not that they're coming the makam the ger kilu. They have some sort of tvius mamim. There's some mechudish to get parish of Yerusha over here. It's not working with the parish of Yerusha. It's working with the parish of Matan. My nafkimino gigan shugazal chametz shavalav apesach nafkimino di. If somebody stole chametz ve'avar olav apesach and it was from a ger and the ger died and now you have to give it to the kayanim. The question is, could you be mekayim? The Chiyuv Hashavas Hakeren by giving the Chomich of all of a Pesach to the Kayanimano. E. Amri Yarshim Havo, if they Yarshim, I know how they Yarshim. This is what they Yarshim. So it is what it is. The Amri Makabi Matanis Havo, but if it's not that they're coming to be Yerushim, but the Torah said that in lieu of paying the Ger, and it's Yarshim, because there is no Ger in Yarshim now, give a gift to the Kayanims, and it has to be a gift. Matanakai Rachmano. It's worthless. If it's worthless, it's not a cut. It's not a matana. So, to tomorrow, Rabbi Zeir, a little bit of a different version of the Shaila. I feel in Tim Soloim, I'm a matana have a meaning. Even if you're going to tell me it's posh, that the Kayanim are not yarshining from the Gat. But it rather works with the Halacha matana. I mean, you have an obligation to give a matana. It would be posh. It would be poshit that Gazal Chomis Pesach, you have a right to give the Karen to the Kayanim. Even if they're Makabi Matano. Because the Chiyuv Karen is Beheshev Esakzei Lasha Gazal, like the Torah says in Parashas Vayikra. It says the words Beheshev Esakzei Lasha Gazal in the Parashas Vasham Eloys. And being that you have a right in Beheshev Esakzei Lasha Gazal to say Haresha Lachlifanecha, even if the Gedder is give a gift, the gift is what you stole. And this is what I stole. So it's posh that I could say, I mean, Rabzeri didn't even entertain it. Sad that you can't be Makayim, the Behesh of Ezekzei Lashagazal, with the Koyanim. 
that you shouldn't be able to be mekayin the heishev is the zeila shagazal with the kayan and with chametz shavar all about pesach. He comes by. What was the shiloh? Can you know? As the behemoth begins like if somebody stole ten behemoths. From a ger, and now this ger, all ger, the ger died. He left over no yershim, and you're giving the ten behemoths to the kayanim. What's the shaylo? The shaylo is mechayvi lafrusha minayu meiser. Do they have an obligation to give meiser, or do they not have an obligation to give meiser? Yershim havo. Do we look at them as yershim? Dama mar kono betvisas abayis chayovim. That lochi is if a son yarshes from his father behemoths. That are enoy muusar. He has an obligation now to give meiser. So maybe they have an obligation now to give meiser. Maybe we look at them as mekabel matonos. It's not the kech. But if somebody gets a gift, you don't have to pay meiser. That was the shaila. The shaila wasn't are they mekabel matonos or are they yorshim lemay nafkemino chometz vavol of a pesach. Chometz vavol of a pesach. You certainly could say because the chiyuv karen, even if it's going to the koyanim, is You always have a right to say The shaila was a different shaila. Do they have an obligation to give ma'aseh behema, or do they not have an obligation to give ma'aseh behema? Says the Gemara, Toshma Esrim Barba Matnes Kahuna Nitnula Hayrenu Levonov. There were twenty-four Matnes Kahuna that were given to Hayrenu Levonov. These are the Choftal Matnes Kahuna, the Kulam Nitnu, the Klal Upratu Klal. If you look in the parsha of the Choftal Matnes Kuhuna, it's mentioned in the context of a Klal, Prat, Uklal. Ubris Melech. Additionally, the Torah over there mentions the Bris Melech, just like there's a Bris that Hashem was curious with Melech, with salt, that it's always going to exist. It's a preservative itself. So too, Klal Yisrael, the Matnes Kuhuna, the Kayanim, there's some sort of Bris Melech. What's the significance? Why is there a Klal, Prat, Uklal mentioned in the parish of Matnes Kuhuna? Why is Bris Melach mentioned in the Pratnas Kula? To teach me. Call him Anyone that's Mekayim, the Chavdal Matnas Kula. Kilo Mekayim, Klal Pratu Klal, Bris Melach. Anyone that's Mekayim, the Matnas Kula, he was Mekayim, the Klal Pratu Klal, and he was Mekayim, the Bris Melach. And Kolo Over Aleim, someone that's Over, Kilo Over Al Klal Pratu Klal, Bris Melach. What does that mean? So you need Rashi for this. Kola Mekayim on Kilo Kayim, Kola Teru Kula, Shenitnu Lidrich, but Klal Pratu Klal. What does it mean you were Mekayim, Klal Pratu Klal? You were Mekayim, the Torah. That's Nidrash with Yud Gimel Midas, one of which is Klal Pratu Klal, Tzarech Bir. Uki ilu kayim, kolar karbonos, shenilu brismelach. Additionally, it's if you were all the karbonos, which themselves have brismelach. It's just a roundabout way of saying that if you give chavdal matnas kohuna, it's if you were makayim, kolar tayrakula, and you even brought all the karbonos. Either way, what we need for our sugi is, ve'elu hei, eser v'miktosh, v'dalud v'yerushalayim, v'eser v'gvulim. Out of the 24, you can break them up into three groups. Ten of them were Noyeg in the Beis HaMikdash, four in Yerushalayim, and the other ten were Bigvul, everywhere. Eser HaMikdash, Chatos Behemo, Chatos HaOyfa, Oshem Vadev, Oshem Tali, that's four. V'zivchei Shal Meitzibur, V'loik Shemen Shal Metzoru, Moisera Oymer, V'shtei Alecha, V'lechem Abonu, V'shara Menachis, that's ten. V'arba B'Yerushalayim, what are the four that were Noyeg in Yerushalayim? Ha-Bechira, it's the parish of Bechor. V'ha-Bikurim, Vahamura minatoidavai al Nazar, that's one. Vairus Kachim is four. And Vasara Bigvulin is Truma, the Trumas Meiser, Vichala, the Rish Sagez, Vahamatonois, that's the Zroya. Upidin Haben, Upidin Petachamar, Vesteachuza, Vesteacharome, the Gezelager. So Gezelager is one of the Chavdalid Matneskuno. Why did we bring this all in? So what did the Torah refer to Gezelager? As a matano. It's one of the matnois kuhuna. Shema minos, you see from here, mekabli matonois that we view them as mekabli matonois. Shema, 
Mino, and if they're Makabwe Matonos, the Mayna Kimino, there's not going to be a Chiyav Maise Behema. Something that we've spoken out in the past, Chav Dawid Matnas Gehuno. But it's Yudua, Rabbeinu Bechaya brings it, that Koi Savarcho has been a Yisrael, Amor Lehem. Koi, why Koi? Koi is Gematria Chafe, because even though we know Chav Dawid Matnas Gehuno is really a 25th, and the 25th is the ability that the Kayhanim have to be Mavarech as Yisrael. It's the 25th. That's this idea of Kais of Archus B'nei Yisrael. So it's Altered, like you said, but Ein Beis Medrash B'loi Chiddush. Ein Beis Medrash B'loi Chiddush. I saw in the Klayaka, the Klayaka says, why is that a bracha to the Kayhanim? I always thought, to give people a bracha, to give people a bracha is beautiful. Why is that Chavtal and Matnas Kahuna? Kais of Archus, why is that a bracha? Says the Klayaka. Says the Klayaka. Because at the end of the day, what are the Chavzal and Matnas Kuhuna? A Yid has a business. He has to give 10% of his income to the Kayin. So if he has to give 10% of his income to the Kayin, so it comes out then that depending, well, really 10% to the Levi, but the point is depending on how much money, how much Shefa, Klai Yisrael has, that's going to determine how much matnas kohuna. Right? How much money are you stealing from the Ger? How much money did he have? That's going to determine how much money the Kayhanim are ultimately going to get. So the fact that they have a, an ability to now influence how much income they themselves are going to get, that's a bracha. So Hashem gave the Kayhanim chavdal matnas kohuna. Right, am I going to have a good year? Am I going to have a bad year? There's a 25th matana. You can now go be mavarich as Yisrael. You can somehow dictate how much Shefa Klayusol is going to get, which will indirectly affect how much you're going to get, ultimately that's going to be the bracha. A little bit more Gemara. Nosan as a kesef, la anche mishmar. So the halach is that if you gave the money to the anche mishmar, and then the gazlan died, the Yershim don't have a right to go take the money back. Meaning if the money wasn't given yet to the Kayhanim, and then the Gazlan died, the Yershim don't have an obligation to give the money to the Kay. Because the money is kapora in nature, and being that it's kapora in nature, they don't have an obligation to be mechapra on behalf of the father who's not alive anymore. Once he's dead, there's no kapora. We spoke about that last week. But once the money is given to the Kayhanim, at that point, it's already too late. Zok to Gemara. Amr Rabbi you see from here, kesef mechaper mechza. You see from here that kesef does some sort of kapara. Meaning, the halachi is, by Gezel Ager, when you're giving it to the Kayhanim, there's a money component, and there's a carbon component. Karen v'chaymish, and then there's the asha. Together you get the kapara. What if you do only part? What if you give the kasef, and you didn't bring the carbon? Do you get a chati kapara? Or maybe you get no kapara until you do everything. So Abayah said, Shmami, you know, from this Mishnah, that kasef is mechaper Because if you tell me the kasef itself doesn't do anything, it's everything together that does everything. Then have amino, mahader, liyarshim. Then I would think it should go back to the yarshim. My time at the night to the because there's a Mecca toys over here. When the father gave the money, why did he give the money? To get kapara. Now we found that he's not getting kapara. Because he can't bring the asham. Once the father's dead, the asham is not going to be brought. So all you're going to have is the kesef. So you got a shtikl kapara. So the little bit of kapara that you got. But if you get nothing with money and no asham, then to the extent you give the money and now you can't bring the asham because you died, then the asham should certainly be able to get it back. Meaning they should get it back, Mitzad, the Mekach toys, says the Gemara. One second. Elameyata. You think that's such a good svar, Rabbi? I'll prove to you that the svar is wrong. Someone's makriva, mafresh, a karmichat, and then he dies. So what's the halacha? It's one of the chamesh chatoyes hamesos. Lemisa also, you kill the chatas. The kedusha doesn't go away. You can't be makriva it. It goes lamisa. Why does it go lamisa? Why don't you say when the person was mafrish the chatas, he was mafrish that died to the hachi that you'd be makrivit, that he would get some sort of kapara. Now that you can't be makrivit, so there was a mekach in the etzim 
Chalois Kedusha. So the Kedusha should be unwound based on the idea of Mechachtois. That died to the Hakalai Yarfisha. So the Gemara says, that's not a Kasha Bayes. Could be you're right. It could be it's inconsistent with the Gedarim of Mechachtois. But at the end of the day, it's because there's a Kasha. So he said, okay, Elamayata, I'll ask you a different kasha. Osham Shemezubayla, what about an Osham where the owner died? Leipik Lechulin, that died to the Hokila Yafashe. What is the Allah of Osham Shemezubayla? It's not Lemisa Osla, but it's Yerachi Yistai. It's called the Lechata's Mesa, but Osham Yer. This is Kachim 101. Says the Gemara, Osham Nami Hilchazig Mirila. That too is a Halacha of Moshe Misinai. Says that what? Kosham Lechata's Mesa. It's also Babakama right here. Bosham Raya. Elame. I knew I saw this recently. <laughs> This is Yavamish 101. Yavamish This be no Like This is a festive Gemara right here. You talk about a Gemara that's tucked away. I still remember some of the saying Shir on this Gemara with a Beis Halevi festival on this in this Gemara. You hear the Gemara's Kasha? The Gemara says, Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Right, what's the evil? How do you set up evil? Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Reuven <laughs> is married. He dies. He leaves over no children. Reuven's wife now falls Yibon to Shimon. Shimon was a Mukashchen. Frank the Gemara, Kasha. Reuven's Almana should say that I'm not falling the I'm not. I have nothing to do. I don't want to marry this Mukashchen. He shouldn't be able to force me to do Yibam. I don't want him anything to do with him. I, you're going to tell me that, what do you mean? She fell a Yibam. She could come with a Kaya Chataina. She could say it was a Mekach Tois. I never agreed to marry Ruvain to the extent that one day I would fall a Yibam to Shemin. That's the Gemara's Kasha. Ela Meyato, Yivam, Oshinof, Lufnei Mokashchin, Teipik, Belay Chalitza, There should be no Ziko, Da Daichta, Da Hachi, Like Kidsha, Because she never agreed to get married at Daichta, Da Chalimida. Usually, Mekach Tois means, there has to be something Ba'olam right now that I wasn't aware of. Had I had this piece of information, I wouldn't have agreed to this Kenyan. So it comes out the Kenyan was done Betos. There was some element of Tois in this Kenyan. That's the concept of Mekach Tois. I didn't realize that this investment was going to lose money. <laughs> oh, and I knew I was going to lose money. I went to bought it. It's a Mekach Tois. I want my money back. This is not the way it works. It has to be something right. If you found out that there was something that existed that you weren't aware of, you could come with a Kayach of Mekach Tois. But to say such a Zach, the so is very bothered with this. But either way, it says the Gemara. So that's the Gemara's Kasha that they asked about. Elamai, you see, it doesn't work that way. If right now, when the Gazan gave the money, to the Kaihanin, he thought he'd be able to bring the Asham. He didn't realize he was going to die. So he did it at Daita the Hachi that the Kaihanin should get it. You can't come later with such a Kaihataina. But the Gemara says, no, it's no Raya. It could be you don't see from Yavamash and Nafalifne Mukashchin that Abaya conceptually is wrong. Could be conceptually Abaya is right. Hasam and Ansadin made a Chlichlu Chaldo. You know what the Gemara is saying? That really it's a, it's a good time to Etzim. Etzim would be a a, a good taina, which was Abaya's whole point. That's how Abaya proved that the money must be mechaper mechzer. I, if it's a good point, then why taka can't the woman say mechach tois and I died to the I would have never agreed to get married. The menach nichalu bekoldu kideri shlokish damer shlokish tana made the tana dumalei daramal. She's wrong. She's lying. A woman wants to be married. And this is a gemara in many places in shas, and we always speak out the gemara. It's a gemara mefureshes. This is not read. This is a gemara. On the very bottom of the Yomid, Yivam is Kuf Yud Ches At the very end of the Masechta, the Gemara says, Why Tan Lameit of Tan Dumel Lameit of Armelu? Because the woman feels that even if she doesn't like her husband, 
but at least the husband allows it to be mezana. Because if she's not married and she's mezana and she has a child, so it's going to be a problem. But if she's married, she it can at least use the husband to cover up any znus that's going to possibly happen. Either way, more on this note tomorrow.